I'm Corey Cope. I'm Freddie Waff. Freddie Waff. Hey, it's Freddie Waff. Guess what we have, Freddie? Oh, it's Thanksgiving Kickstart. Hey, hey, hey. Kickstart Thanksgiving. Dude, how the fuck is it Thanksgiving this week? How's it still 2020 is my question. Uh, well, you know, it's seemingly dragging ass because people are making I, it drag ass. I don't know, man. Uh, you know, I was all geared up and now I'm right back in the non-working world of yeah. like, what do I got to, what do I have to do today? Uh, <laughs> other than wake up. Um, uh, um, Is nothing. it weird being shut down on a show and then still have to go get tested? <laughs> it just sounds funny to me. No, actually I, dude, I wanted it to test me because uh, if oh, no, I get, you know, I get somebody why. got COVID, yeah. then they should test us all because... Or I'm just going to walk away and then fucking three days later come down with COVID. Fuck that. Yeah. That whole thing. I don't think it's funny at all. Yeah. If you guys are paying attention to the industry rags or like deadline or anything like that, uh, the uh, Radford studio in Studio City is shut down due to, I'm not laughing at the situation and it just, even at this point, just it's, it's, it's a, it's a frustrated, exhausted, laughed laugh about this in the four productions right four productions were yeah, shut down. i guess so yeah and then they I just mean, shut down the lot overall i don't know if the lot's shut down or if everybody it's just you know but i know that uh you know they shut down at least three shows were shut down and then the fourth one was on hiatus um, <laughs> right you know i They're don't just, know yeah early christmas hiatus that's probably what they went with right or, you know, early Thanksgiving. You get two weeks <laughs> off for Thanksgiving this year. It's yeah. great. Anyway, well, there's actually good stuff that's happened this weekend if you're a, a cinema lover. And this is with in a very unusual year when it's come to um, movies that have been planned for theatrical release. You know, the odd release for Unhinged kept getting bounced, getting bounced, getting bounced, which is now available on Blu-ray and VOD if you're... That is correct. Jump as out of, and grab as of that. last Tuesday. And uh, it's dude, so it's gonna be so fun. I can't wait to show the joy this weekend. It's gonna be so much good, good times. Well, Warner Brothers did something unusual, like a lot of studios have done this year, just to make sure the movie gets out there. And it, don't don't be confused by this announcement. It's 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 strictly for money. Don't don't think they're doing you a favor <laughs> the way they're spinning it. But Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty four is going to be released at, in theaters in limited places, obviously, but also on HBO Max, HBO Max the same day on Christmas day of all days. Hey, wait, we're, didn't we just talk about movies released on Christmas day? Yes. We ironically, before this announcement came, <laughs> Freddie and I have been talking about covering uh, for December movies that were released on Christmas day. Not on Christmas Day, but like the entire month of December, we're going to release episodes like that. So, 
Look forward to that. And if you want to look them up online, go for it. I'll give you a very, it'll give, give you a list and the four movies you're yeah, going to come And then you can just list. figure out what you think we're going to cover from that <laughs> list. This is kind of exciting for, again, for, for people that are just fans of movies or people that just like free shit. I mean, I got I know a lot of people that are going to watch this that don't care about superhero movies, but they have HBO Max and they're going to be like, oh, all right, that's kind of cool, I guess. And they're going to watch it. It kind of bums me out that... It's, you know, that my option is really probably going to have to be watching it on a television because, I mean, it to me, I feel like it's the kind of movie I have to see in a theater. Otherwise, I'm going to fucking not give a shit about it because mm. it's how I am. Um, the thing that helps sell those movies to me is the spectacle and how much spectacle is on your fucking TV when you can just change the channel or you go, oh, I'm just going to interrupt Cupcake Wars and go watch Wonder Woman. It's just kind of like, mm, yeah, I mean, it's the same fucking TV and I don't know. I, I feel like it's the final nail in the coffin for theaters. Thanks, fucking Warner Brothers. Well, I mean, I don't think it's that dire. Yeah, I, do. I do. I think that's where it's going, man. There's going to be no more movie theaters in five years. Well, I mean, I don't know if it's that far off. I mean, I, I, I see it. I see Six it being, months. I, I, from the standpoint of what it is now, as far as the multiplexes, I could see that kind of stuff going away. Maybe smaller art houses type stuff. Like like that Lemley here in town, it still hasn't opened yet. It's ready to go. It's there. It's been ready for a few months, but we're waiting. Uh, not to get into all the political bullshit about it, but yeah, I think we could have been in a place right now where this could have been released in the theater and we all could have gone. So I'm hoping that whatever we got going on right now is in the step in the right direction as far as... I just know I'm not going to enjoy it as much watching it on my television as I as I will I would have if I'd seen it in a show in a theater right if I had a choice I'd go see it in a theater also um and I may I may still go I may, I may still go see it in the watch it until I can see it in a theater and then if I don't see it in a theater I just may not watch it at all <laughs> that's fair uh, th this also sparked talk about about Black Widow and Marvel's solo title for Scarlett Johansson and it kept getting delayed and delayed and delayed and now there's there's hints that well the, the desired rumor is going around of for fans wanting to see something similar happen with Black Widow, like on Disney Plus. I'm like, I don't know if Black Widow was going to be Disney Plus friendly to begin with. And I, it sounded to me like it was going to be a little bit, not more Deadpool-y, but not fitting in. But I guess it's, I guess the X-Men movies were, <laughs> they get pretty gnarly, all things considered. Do they? Yeah. Well, as far as like... Uh, Pushing the PG thirteen boundaries is what I'm getting at. Oh, I, I don't, I don't ever concern myself with PG thirteen. Nothing on, nothing on Disney Plus is. Yeah, I don't have her. Disney. See, I don't have Disney Plus, so I don't know that. Yeah, that's okay. That's fair. I just don't because I don't. I, I see. I don't have kids, man. So that shit never, ever fucking. I don't even think about PG thirteen or what content is or what I can watch. If I, I just, I just scroll through and if I find something, I watch it. Yeah, I don't. Do, so I, yeah, I never even thought about that. And why would they make a Marvel movie rated R anyway? I mean, you know, unless they're going to show some skin. I mean, what the fuck, dude? How what do you? How far can you ratchet up that violence anyway? Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, are they going to show some boobs? Because if that's the case, I might watch it. Well, violent, the violent parts of it. <laughs> but I don't even know if that violence is, that violence is so like corny and fucking, you know, it's not like they're fucking showing people get their fingers cut off. It's like giant explosions and people flying into buildings. I mean, it's kind of generic and not really that violent. I mean, I don't know. 
that's my take on it. I don't, there's, I've never seen anything in a Marvel or DC movie that I thought was so violent that it should be rated R. I mean, it's really all kind of PG 13. So what are they going to do? She going to start cutting people's fingers off? That'd be awesome. With her, with her, I do topless cutting people's fingers off. I would totally watch it. Well, that would be, <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. And that, you could give it an R rating. That's fine. That's, that's Black Widow 84. <laughs> yeah, sure. Right. If it was made in the eighties, that's exactly what you'd get. So, um, I know we don't usually like, we usually kind of like serpentine with our picks, but I'm, since we're talking about Wonder Woman 1984, I'm going to go into my second pick because it's funny. It's 1984 from, from American Horror Story came out last year and I'm watching it again because it's on Netflix. Now, I don't know. We never really talked about American Horror Story. I wasn't even sure if you were into it or if you'd watch this. Yeah, I haven't seen any of the 1984. I'm excited now that I can watch it all at once. Uh, I haven't seen any of, but I, 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 I've seen first one. I've seen the Coven and I've seen the, what is, what's the other one? The, is there a kill hotel one or something? Yeah. Hotel. I I forget what it's called. Yes. Gaga. Yeah. Seen those three and I love them. They're great. I'm very excited. Fucking love Murder House. And the, the fun thing about this show is them bringing back uh, actors throughout the, the series run. And it's funny because it's called a series. I mean, technically it's American Horror Story is a series and then just a season is this. What's so fun about 1984, I'm not spoiling anything because it's all in like it's been out there for a while. And even before the show premiered, the season premiered, I didn't know this before I saw it. Um, 100% I had guessed that one of the, the Richard Ramirez night stalker character, I mean, he, 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 they have him and he's in this, it's fucking crazy. I'm like, it, this movie, I mean, this season is a just complete bag of nuts. And I mean, it's, it does things that you don't expect it to. And you're like, every episode ends with you going, what? So <laughs> Isn't that what you want from a show where you're kind of left kind of thinking about what you just watched? And, and, but dude, this is probably so far my second favorite season, the first one behind um, Murder House. And it's ridiculous. But all nine episodes that ran on FX are now on Netflix in their entirety. And I think they were up until recently on Hulu, but I think um, as of last week, it's, it's all on Netflix. It's really good. And if, again, for those of you that kind of grew up in the era or just if you're a fan of 80s horror, you're going to get all the references. But I think a lot, a, lot, it's fun. It's, a lot of people don't even remember the Night Stalker situation, Richard Ramirez. And, but they really lean into the whole Satan thing, you know, about him being a Satanist and everything. And that, that's those little blurbs that came out in the newspaper back when all that happened. It's wild. Yeah. Do you know where Richard Ramirez is from? No. He's from El Paso, Texas. Why would I, why would that mean anything? Because it's like high, there's all kinds of say, there's a whole special on Richard Ramirez about uh, that and his, you know, and all of the uh, crazy shit that he did in Texas before he, you know, moved to fucking Southern California. Ah, I'll have to seek that out. Well, is that one of your picks? <laughs> no. Okay. There you go. American Horror Story 84, Netflix. It's calling for you. If you haven't seen it yet, it's there. If you've seen it, revisit it. It's nice not having commercials for stuff, stuff like that, honestly. 
Anyway, I watched it at work when it was out a year ago before it like premiered. So I got to see it on the server. So I didn't have any commercials then either, though. I, could, I guess that makes me extra special or not. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. I'm going to start it as soon as I am finished with uh, this current season of Goliath that I am uh, that I just started. Groovy. Oh, in the, well, the current episode on Mandalorian. Bosch himself shows up. Titus Welliver. Yeah, yeah man. <laughs> I was so stoked when I saw him. Joey's like, what are you so excited for? I'm like, I'll explain later. <laughs> Apparently, he's a giant comic book fucking uh, Star Wars like nerd. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I, which I didn't know. But yeah, apparently, uh, you know, apparently he pursued that. Uh, I want to be on fucking Star Wars. That's great. It's such a small community of people. Um, that kind of all hang out and know each other. And I know Favreau knows him from, not from um, work. Oh, gosh, was I want to say maybe just like a devil up on my head, but he wasn't in in Cowboys and Aliens, was he? Welliver? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, I remember so little about that movie. Other than outside of Harrison Ford and Daniel Craig, I can't really remember anybody else that was in it. He might have been. Yeah. I'd have to look it up. Uh, it's just not, uh, it's funny because I was just talking about that movie with somebody the other day and about why the premise was so good and the com- the, the graphic novel, the comic was so good. And then the movie, where did it, where did it go wrong? <laughs> where did it go wrong? I still don't know. Well, he but, was actually uh, yeah. an agent. He was in a, a bunch of times on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So there's his Marvel connection to Favreau. But I, for some reason, I think they knew each other from, something yeah i'm sure they do man i mean you know it's a small town dude you know they sort of came up around the same time yeah the age gap is the age gap is minimal yeah yeah no totally i I was gonna say here kind of related uh i'll throw this out there um if you haven't seen the 2016 night stalker directed by megan griffiths uh starring lou diamond phillips you know, if, if you if you if you get into that uh, uh, 1984 season of American Horror Story and you're like, fuck, I want to know more about fucking Richard Ramirez. Well, check out the Night Stalker uh, from 2016 with uh, Lou Diamond Phillips. He's great in it. The movie is OK. You know, it suffers from the limitations of, uh, you know, it was a low budget film uh, and it's a period film. So uh, it was, you know. But it's not a bad little movie. Uh, they they kept you know, they they kept what's in the frame uh, simple um, to sell that '80s you know without having to spend a ton of money they didn't have. Right. But it's kind of fun, and you know, you get a little backstory on Ramirez, and you know, if you like Lou Diamond Phillips, you get to see him <laughs> do so you know, kind of do something he doesn't do very often. It's, it's know, a, that, that's weird, by the way, for him to be to play a character that young at that point in his career right i mean I'm just, yeah that was four years ago and what is lou is probably 55 yeah no he's 57 yeah there you go he was 53 so he was playing 50. a 26 year old <laughs> yeah there you go man well you know that's how it goes like you, you, you that's how you get money to make a small film you you cast yeah. somebody like lou Devin phillips who people will throw a little money at looks like this so. thing oh air did it air on lifetime is that right uh, I don't know that it aired. It's on Lifetime now, like on, you know, through your prime channels. Uh, I don't remember. I think I saw 
I think I saw it at a film festival, uh, maybe at Beyond Fest. I'm trying to remember. I saw it. I saw it somewhere. Maybe it was at, maybe it was in Savannah at the Savannah Film Festival. But I saw it at a film festival. I remember. Um, so uh, oh, so 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 is Benjamin Bratt playing him when he's younger? Played Lou Diamond Phillips. Yeah, <laughs> it's so weird because there's no. I'm looking at the IMDb. Benjamin and, Barrett, not Benjamin Bratt. What? I'm just kidding. <laughs> don't 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 fool people like that. They'll be like, "What? Aren't Benjamin just, Bratt? They're so close to the same age. Aren't they brothers? No, I'm kidding. Don't um, they look exactly like? I mean, I understand why he's playing Richard Ramirez. Like, cause he's on, is he kind of, he's speaking to somebody, right? While he's on death row. Well, like, yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to tell, I don't want to give the movie away. I'm just well, saying. I mean, I'm just looking there's at. There's a young bit. There's a young Richard Ramirez and then there's an old Richard Ramirez figured out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I see. I didn't know there was two. That's why I was saying something. Well, <laughs> there you go. I mean, I can't give you, I can't tell you the whole movie. What's the point of seeing and it? Don't, yeah. And don't confuse this with the uh, Kolchak, the Night Stalker. I mean, and I remember when. Don't confuse it. There's another Night Stalker movie. I feel or maybe that's the Hillside Strangler movie, but there was another. Oh no, there's another. There is another Night Stalker movie, yeah. a Richard Ramirez movie that came out like in 2002, which uh, wasn't. I don't think it's related to uh, much, but don't <laughs> don't don't confuse it with that either. Yeah, it's no good because Kolchak uh, is rad. Yeah. yeah, man, and you know, don't confuse it with the other Night Stalker, the 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 one with uh, Stuart Townsend. Which is also pretty good. But that's but that's that's still that's still an updated version of the Kolchak story, though, right? Uh, it is and so, it isn't. I mean, well, his name but is I mean Kolchak. that's what he's. But that's what they're tying it to. They're, that's what I mean. Technically, it's his last name, and I think I missed it yeah. though. I it, it came and went so damn fast. ABC pulled that shit so quick. It was Fox. Oh, was it Fox? Yeah, Dude, I totally thought it was ABC. It was a Chris Carter. It was it was Chris oh, Carter. Oh, that's right. I'm darn it. Yeah. these things. I mean, I have it. If you would like to borrow it, I have the entire series. That I bought the uh, the DVD when it came out because I think that I I was into it, and then I feel like they pulled the plug, maybe, and there were three episodes that didn't air, and they just put them on the DVD. Some weird shit like that. They didn't give that show much of a chance. This Fox is funny when it comes to Chris Carter things. Right. Harsh realm. Right. Until he mishandled that shit too. Oh, yeah. Ruined yeah. it. It was very sad because that dude, I love the shit out of that. And the lone gunman. Yeah. Lone gunman was another good one too. Yeah, man. They did some, you know, Fox had a, I mean, they had a hair trigger back in the day. Like it was like vaudeville. If you weren't <laughs> fucking, if people weren't responding, they got the hook real quick. Right. And, and I think, I think uh family guy ended up making a joke about it when they got, they got cut after a season. Right. Right. And or maybe it was two seasons, and they they found a um, resurgence at home on DVD, and then they did that weird thing. They brought them back. Aren't they like eight season eighteen or something like that now? <laughs> yeah, totally. I mean, they brought them back. Yeah, exactly. But they make a joke um, at the very beginning of it, saying, "Hey, we're back." Is right. He goes, "A as long as," and they go down this list of shows, right, <laughs> that had been canceled between when they got canceled and they're coming back. Just saying, so as long as those guys stay afloat, we're going to be okay. You know, he mentioned like 30 TV shows. Ridiculous. Yeah, totally. yeah you're right. They were, they were, they had itchy sugar fingers back then. They didn't hesitate, but boy, they didn't Dude, care. They Mantis didn't. was another show that they fucking just did not give fucking, they did not give it like it's, you know, boom, gone. It's so weird. Cause like, like what bigger show was on Fox 
other than Married with Children, but X Files, right? It, it was, Dude, X Files is like the yes, that it's like one of the cornerstones of the Fox of what built Fox, right? <laughs> so how do they do Chris Carr dirty? Oh yeah, we'll do your show for you. It's not going to make it all the way to the end of the season. You know, I mean, even Millennium, man, they, I mean, I think, you know, Millennium ran its three seasons, but I mean, I felt like they could have, they, yeah. Millennium had a bunch of places it could have gone. They just was like, fuck it. They, I re know. really, and I really felt Millennium had a, an opportunity to go way beyond what X-Files, X-Files, yeah. they, they, they went outside their scope once in a while and their one-offs were always the best episodes of the ones that had nothing yeah, to man. do with the, totally. the alien lore. But right. dude, but Millennium, man, they went for it, man. They, I think it was way ahead of its time. I don't know. I don't know. I just dude, think the audience didn't know what to do with it. Going back to like content, like Millennium is a show that I would say fucking, you know, crossed over into fucking R-rated territory on network television right. at it times. Got, it got pretty gnarly, man. I, yeah. when, when I saw Hannibal on, that was on NBC and they, I, thinking about what they did and how, what they got away with, that's, it reminded me of Millennium. Because what they it was just wait this is on TV regular TV really even now watching Hannibal was like you know in the last few years it still feels like an HBO show to me with commercial breaks it doesn't feel like a it just doesn't feel like a show that is on Channel Four it just didn't feel like it to me it was weird no way but, not at all but no but like we talked about it before we you know we're big big uh, lovers of harsh realm. I wish that would pop up somewhere on streaming. So people can look, I, I got a feeling it's going to end up like on Tubi or something like that. Right. I'm shocked that it hasn't ended up somewhere or, you know, or like Fox, like on Hulu or just where man, like some of the stuff that is available, I feel is far less than far less superior. It's, it's, you know, compared to harsh realm, it's garbage. And like, you know, but where are all those shows, man? Wasn't there a uh, wasn't there a show? Called, are you taking uh, a piss right now? <laughs> no, I'm filling a water bottle. <laughs> You're taking a piss. No, man, I'm fill I have a I'm filling my fucking water from. I'm filling my uh, water from my Berkey on my counter. <laughs> well, thank you for the cold open. <laughs> there you go. Very good. You taking a piss? Um, uh, I mean, no, I literally, I, I didn't mean that as a joke, as in like, uh, what are you talking about? Kind of, you taking a piss on that? No, I mean, he no, said no. like he's taking a piss. No, it was, it was funny because as soon as it started filling the jar, I was like, I wonder if he's going to ask me, <laughs> are you running water? <laughs> like you sound so focused while you're with your thought and your pee at the same time. All right, then. No, no, no. I was, uh, I'm getting, I'm getting water because it's like, the other yesterday I didn't have enough water and like there were times when we were recording I was like motherfucker I know started I licking my lips and shit and I'm like oh they're gonna I'm gonna look like fucking Tyrone Biggums uh <laughs> speaking of dude he showed up on Rogan who uh Chappelle Donnell was already on the show and then about an hour and 15 minutes into it Chappelle showed up that's cool yeah and I didn't watch the whole thing I can't stand Rogan these days you know just I wish they could just have somebody on and have a conversation and not be about yeah, it gets a little bit too, uh, you know, it's it a little too, too rogany. It's like the news. It's like the new zoo review. It gets a little too, uh, you know, much of that. Yeah, it's like I, I feel like I'm watching the Great Space Coaster. Uh, great Space Coaster. I wish. Yeah. So uh, Night Stalker, check that out. 
if you can find it, the uh, Chris Carter one. It's good stuff. Yeah. Dude, we should have done a whole, we should do a whole episode. I could do a whole episode on canceled shows from Fox. Wasn't there a channel? Do you remember it was called Brilliant but Canceled? Or was that just like somebody's blog? I feel like there was a channel like in the early days of direct TV where you could go and you watch things like Bakersfield PD, you know, and most of the shows that were on there were from Fox. That sounds familiar. Like when, Brilliant, but canceled. Yeah, it sounds like something like a, a a company that doesn't normally create content would create. Yeah, it was a, it was a, it was literally one of those weird channels you'd get with your free basic cable, you know, or on the on whatever package you had. But like you could watch. I mean, you, I saw things like Bakersfield PD on there. Um, what's the other? Uh, there's, you know, just there was a bunch of those type of shows on there, like, you know, things that ran for like maybe a season or, you know, 12, 10 episodes or 14 episodes. I think Banachek, that was the first place I remember seeing Banachek ever besides when I was a kid. But, you know, shows that kind of like ran a season or maybe two seasons or a season and a half. Right. You know, somebody should bring that back because there's a ton of stuff out there, man, that, you know, just didn't, it was either ahead of its time or just didn't get its, uh, you know. They didn't give it a fair shake. Yeah. Herman's Head was a show that was on there. Herman's Head. On Brilliant But Canceled. Second time we brought that up. <laughs> right. But it was, was that show brilliant? I don't remember no. Herman's Head that much. No. It wasn't. But I, mean, I do well, remember uh, those Dabney Coleman uh, sitcoms at Fox, like Drexel's Class and uh, was Buffalo, Buffalo Bill might not have been Fox, but no. Dabney Buffalo, Coleman I think was a Bill guy. Was, I think it was NBC. Who put a couple of those kind of shows out? I think Drexel's class was definitely Fox. Mm. Anyway, uh, I'm gonna get off the Fox bandwagon. Uh, my uh, the other only other thing I was gonna say is last week was the 17th. So if you guys were paying attention to an episode a while back, you probably are still like <laughs> reaping the benefits of you know the 17th. Forget Black Friday was Black Tuesday on the 17th. Yeah, man. Totally. I don't, I don't, I mean, I, dude, Crash came out, Tremors, Arrow, Arrow dropped some serious titles yeah. last week. That, um, that Rita Hayworth box set that I got, actually, I, I've, I've opened it, like, you know, I just wanted to see what the quality and the quality of these movies is way better than I expected it to be. Right. So, bravo. You take that, man. Bravo. Bravo. Uh-huh. To those, uh. But yeah. that's, I mean, the thing is this month, you know, so much is coming out and you usually, I was surprised at how many titles were coming out. Usually they just spend November till the end of the year, you know, marking down everything that came out earlier in the summer and the spring, thing, that kind of stuff, because they're trying to get you to, you know, spend a lot of money because Black Friday, but it's been Black November. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, but everywhere, not just that. Yeah. I mean, it's like Home Depot, like all of the Black Friday specials started November 1st. Like, yeah. so they're just doing the whole month because yeah. it's been such a piss poor year in the economy. <laughs> yeah. They're trying to get you in there to just start buying stuff. Mm-hmm. That's what they're doing. All right, then. Yeah, man. So if you want to follow us on social media, you can follow Corey on Twitter at Corey Cope, the official at Karate Pod. Or letterbox at Corey underscore Cope. If you want to support us on Patreon, thank you, Patreon supporters. That's patreon.com slash KITG podcast. If you'd like to follow Freddie, you can follow me at Raven Shattuck on Twitter, Rock and Roll 33 on your Instagram, or at letterboxed under the 
nickname Tom Cody. That's Tom Cody. I'm not peeing. I'm drinking water. (laughs) 